0: if the point of us being created was to go to heaven then why did god put us here in the first place would sure. be one question yeah my second question would be upon salvation right as soon as you're born again why wouldn't he just take you up then
1: Everybody, Welcome to another episode of Kingdom Switch. I'm Trish Jones and I'm with my co-host, Susan Fleming-Speesman. i get your name right one day. Susan <laughs> Fleming-Speesman. And uh, we are continuing our series on uh, the Lord's Prayer. And uh, this is part three, which we've actually decided that we're going to have to break up into three parts. So there's three parts to part three because it's such a huge subject. Thy kingdom come. so then we will do thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven just as an aside right we were having a conversation at dinner last night and I said you do realize that it's in earth as it is in heaven and both Elodie and Chris like attacked me and I'm like it is yeah. in heaven. So Elodie said, "Let me go and have a look." I just don't believe you. And Chris is looking at me like, "No, it's not. It's on earth." Is it? I'm like, "Go away, Catholic boy!" Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, Elodie goes and she says, "Oh, all right then. Yeah, it is. But that's a King James version. You know that version isn't accurate, don't you, Mummy?" And I'm like, "I oh, no, <laughs> it's not. I believe it. I believe actually that the." amplified version is the most accurate version but some people would mm-hmm. argue um, with that and uh, and I said uh, Elodie the King James is the original she said mummy Shakespeare influenced the King James version and he wanted the Bible written in English because he was afraid of witches so I had a whole history lesson last night because wow. I said <laughs> <laughs> So I had a whole history lesson last night because I said it is in earth as it is in heaven. I mm-hmm. think all of the other versions say on earth, but uh, so as not to cause any disturbances, we will do on yeah. earth as it is in heaven, okay? <laughs>
0: we'll we'll get there, although I will say, I won't say this till, till we get there, I'll go ahead and tell you now, I do uh-huh. say in earth, because we are made of the earth, oh. and it is in us, so... I say in earth. (laughs) Now, that is
1: a good reason to use that version. Wow, because we come from the earth, in earth as it... Yeah. Oh, Susan, go. See, guys, can you understand why I want her on the podcast with me? Because she comes up with these things that no other preacher would. (laughs) I just say random things and see what happens. (laughs) Wow, that is... Uh, right okay that's it Susan mm. I'm sticking to in earth as it is in heaven yeah and if anyone wants to <laughs> I I've gone to churches where they have said in earth as it is in heaven and then mm. I'm, I'm scratching my head and I'm going which one is it so when I'm reading my Bible the other day because I am a King James person although I do mm. use the amplified as well and I'm like no it does say in earth as it is in heaven so You know, I'm not wrong. So anyway, yeah, that was an interesting history lesson last night. Anyway, so yeah, thanks, Shakespeare. What is it? She said the Bible is prose (laughs) and poetry and that's a King James she's on about. Yeah, so yeah. So anyway, let's get going. What is the kingdom of God? The kingdom. I love what Keith Clady Mm. says. He says the kingdom of God is come when the will of God is done. And whilst Mm. we're not talking about his will be done today, we have to understand that the kingdom of god is not going to come unless the will of god is actually done and uh, this is when we go beyond church and start doing kingdom yeah and uh, mm. of course that's what this podcast is all about which is why it's called kingdom switch it's not just a a, a nice term uh we are talking about switching systems And I know I've already done the intro, but for those people who may not have seen us before, the reason this podcast is called Kingdom Switch is because we are encouraging people to switch systems. And this is without the religiosity. You're going to hear me say this over and over and over again. I won't get tired of it, but if you get tired of hearing it, then just switch systems because once we... Start trying to actually. No, I'm not going to go there because I'm going to talk about this later on about uh, the, two, <laughs> the two kingdoms colliding, right? So, okay,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> um, so we've spoken about uh, we've done our father in heaven, right? And I'm not going to go over that. Go check out part one. In fact, actually, I think we need to leave links now to all of them on each episode of the podcast so that people can easily find the previous ones. Uh, Susan, so that's what I'll do when I do the notes. But our part in the kingdom of God is to allow the kingdom of God to be manifest on the earth. And we've all got a part to play. And Jesus spent, just think that Jesus spent the last 40 days before he ascended into heaven, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And there's always arguments as to what the Mm -hmm. gospel of the kingdom is. And we haven't got time Mm -hmm. to unpack that today. But just know it isn't your sinner be born again. (laughs) (laughs) because when you understand the kingdom you won't want the other kingdom you won't want the systems of the world you won't want what the world has to offer but we kind of go at the jugular instead of kind of telling people why and they're like well if i'm just going to be in church every week just clapping hands and then pointing finger at everybody and judging them and i want to be like you (laughs) and who can blame them yeah so uh, susan i'm just gonna mention here thy kingdom come and i know that you've got some bits on here that you want to talk about and i'm looking forward to that actually (laughs) jesus began his ministry with repent for the kingdom of god or kingdom of heaven is near so Mm. tell us susan what does Mm. repent mean I've been repenting mm. the morning, actually. I've been on my knees telling God all the things that I did wrong this morning and yesterday and the day before. And if you believed me, you need to. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I told you, didn't I, that when I was a young Christian, I read up a, a book and I can't remember the author's name. and I wouldn't want to say I do remember his name, now, actually, but I'm not going to say. But anyway, he is an author that everybody looked up to. But literally, mm. you would have no time to have a life because you literally would mm. be spending all your time on your knees, repenting for what you thought, what you said, what you didn't do, what you did do.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah,
1: Susan, go for it. Tell us what repentance really looks like.
0: Yeah. So in the Greek, the the definition, I'm not trying to say the word. I know oh, you want me to, but yeah, I'm not. Yeah, go, oh, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Oh, I haven't got it's, it on here. Uh, Go for it. Uh, Metanoia, maybe. <laughs> I don't know how you say. It's it It's good enough. <laughs> it's M E T A N O E H O.
1: Right. Okay. I yeah.
0: don't know. That's so. right. That's okay. <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll we'll put it in the notes. And uh, if yeah. there's any Bible scholars out there and you want to tell us what it means, don't think we're afraid. Tell we're we're, to, we're yeah. always in learning
0: yeah so um it actually means to change one's mind so repentance is not about begging for forgiveness he's just saying change the way you think yeah right change your perspective repent for the kingdom of god or actually mine said i'd use the amplified and it says repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand
1: that's Which i thought
0: was Yeah, which I thought was interesting because I think of at hand as being like, like the hand in your face, right? It's right there yeah, yeah, where you can yeah. see it. Yeah. So I went and looked it up as well. Uh-huh. And that phrase, heaven is at hand, means to join one thing to another. Wow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> to join heaven to <laughs> earth.
0: Yeah. Oh, joining one thing to another. So it was like a diff. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to need to sit with that for a little bit because (laughs) it, you know, we don't think of it in terms of not only is heaven here, but he's saying, you know, part of our command, and I know we'll get into this later in the episode, but in, in Genesis, part of our command was joining heaven and earth right spreading heaven throughout the earth expanding the garden absolutely
1: yeah
0: right which i believe was heavenly atmosphere i believe it was really a a spiritual place where we there wasn't a veil between the seen and the unseen i think they saw all of it
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. you know and part of our command is is that joining yeah, of heaven and earth.
1: Yeah, they so. didn't.
0: They what they didn't
1: see was the evil. Yeah, what they didn't see was the evil, but they saw all yeah. of the. They saw what a heaven looked like on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I love that. I love that, Susan. Just, just uh, sorry, I don't want to um, cut you off there. But where are you reading from? Are you reading from Luke?
0: No. What where, where you, Matthew? You're reading from We're Matthew. My... Yeah, I think.
1: It's, it's okay. I think it's from Luke, where I see the picture of the the shepherds, and basically they've been taxed to the hilt, right? And they're mm-hmm. really miserable, and they're kind of sat down lamenting. And then Jesus comes on the scene, and he says, "Repent for the kingdom of." Mm. Actually, does he say, "Repent for the kingdom of"? Whilst you're speaking, I'm going to see if I can find it because okay. what is really interesting is. They had been taxed up to the hill, even if I don't find it. Let me just explain. They've been taxed up to the hill, right? They were really disappointed because, of course, they were also being flogged with religious rhetoric from the scribes and the Pharisees. And Jesus comes Mm -hmm. along and he says, he says to them as well, repent, right? He's not saying repent for your long, sour face. He's saying start seeing things my way. Right, yeah. and the taxes ain't gonna make any difference because guess what? I'm gonna get you out of that taxation system and into my kingdom where they can't take any more money from. They can take, 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 but guess what? I can give, give, give.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they would have known the word that he used, right? They would have known that it, that he was saying yes. change your mind, yeah. change the yeah. way you think. Yeah, like it, it had nothing to do with asking for forgiveness
1: no no
0: yeah I don't know where we
1: get some of our anyway you know what let's not go there (laughs) let's not go there Susan you carry on I apologize
0: yeah yeah so I did want to back up to though I had looked up some other things for thy kingdom come Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I thought it was interesting that kingdom it it made the point to say that it wasn't talking about a physical kingdom that's right. It said um, in the within the definition, it said royal power mm-hmm. was one definition, and then the next one said the right or authority to rule. Ooh, yeah. So it yeah. wasn't. I mean, it. I, I love that it just it made the point within the definition to say it's not a literal right because the Jews yeah. thought Jesus is bringing a literal kingdom yeah but the very word itself is translated as the right or authority to rule yeah it wasn't speaking about you know again they would have known his language yes. right they would have known what yeah. he meant and yeah. that's why they were so upset
1: absolutely, <laughs> that's absolutely. Why th- yeah.
0: yeah because you're plain looking You're born in a manger, (laughs) you're not living in
1: a palace and yet you think that you're going to kick Pharaoh off and uh, and take his position, you know, or kick the king off and take their position. And like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be coming coming and destroying the Roman Empire oppression on us and you're telling us about this other kingdom, which of course is a much better kingdom, but they just didn't get it. Yeah. And sadly, some Jews are still waiting, still waiting for that. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. Um, you know, Sid Roth always says, uh, I can't remember the scripture now, exactly the way he quotes it, but effectively that we're supposed to make the Jews jealous. How do we make mm. them jealous? Because of the signs and the wonders.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Anyway, again, I'm jumping the gun, right? Because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not not enough of that is going on around here. So, yeah. yeah, Jesus came to bring a government from heaven, not so that he could overturn Rome, but so that he could change the culture. And we mm. are his ambassadors. I remember when I was doing my ministers and training program. And again, I may have mentioned this before, but it doesn't matter. And I remember my teacher saying, what does culture mean? And I just looked up and I went, how we do things around here? And he was like, whoa, how do you know that? I said, because when I did my master's degree, they rammed it down our throat. (laughs) (laughs) If there was one thing I was going to walk away um, with when I did my MBA was what is culture? It is how things are done around here. And what Jesus came to say is, this is how things have been done around here, but I'm Mm -hmm. showing you how it is in my father's kingdom. And so you, I'm going to use you, to affect Mm. the culture right Mm -hmm. so you're either going to side with me and my father in heaven and we are going to change the culture I love what Miles Monroe says that we are like yeast we influence Mm. the dough but we don't ever become the dough we're still the yeast that made the dough rise and so we are supposed to influence wherever we go, but we don't have to be part of it, so for those people who kind of have a bit of a problem with you know, we're in the world but not of it, so therefore you know, you don't go and watch a movie, you don't play play badminton we were even, as I say. As I said, I mean, even sport. was like, you shouldn't be doing sport. My gosh, God must feel sorry for me. I think I'm going to play a lot of sport when I get to heaven. Okay, people don't come after me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just... <laughs> um, but yeah, all of the things that we've had the list of do's and don'ts. And, you know, today, because of something you said last night, uh, Susan, I, I watched a clip by Miles Monroe today, and it was only about two minutes long. And he was saying that there was some issue that was going on where there was going to be some infighting. And he went Mm. along to this meeting and he did not say a word. The only thing he did was sat there. And he said, you have to understand the power of your influence that you have when you're in the kingdom of God and you acknowledge that kingdom of God. He said there was Mm. no fighting. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they talked out what they had to do. He said, and he said, the next time you go into your workplace... He said, go where they're sitting and have a conversation with them. And he said, and don't focus on what you want to talk about. Find something that they want to talk about. And he said, and let me tell you that conversations will open up. Yeah. When you show
0: up, God shows up.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: So, yeah. so there's no need to... To think of it in terms of, okay, I have to go into work today, and I have to talk about Jesus, and I have to tell them God loves you. You don't have to say anything. If you will show up as who He created you to be, be that thing. Show them love, not judgment. Show them love. Show Mm -hmm. them the goodness of God, and they'll go, oh, there's something different about her. Yeah. There's something different about him. I yeah. I need to find out what that is. Absolutely. So yeah. you can influence the culture of your workplace without ever saying the name Jesus. And and I'm telling you now, when they notice the difference, they will ask.
1: Honestly, Elodie has just started the new job, right? And she's gone out with them. And because she doesn't drink like them they're just like wow elodie you know what do you do you're only 20 and you know you don't do this you don't do that and she's like you know um that's just you know how i've chosen to be she did say as a christian and they started asking her questions not just because of that one outing because they said they watched her in the office they watch when they go out that she is very very different she started having conversations with some of them And she said to me, one of them in particular, just kept asking her questions and said, I really admire, I really admire the way you live. And there's a a kind of, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? A a, a peaceful, a nice jealousy, Mm -hmm. right? That they kind of think, wow, she's at peace. She lives like this. She's not judging us. I want to ask her, I want to ask her more questions, you know, and to be honest if I went back into the workplace not that I had those arguments because I wasn't like people um then um (laughs) yeah if I went back into the workplace I'd be very different now knowing about the kingdom of God than I was even when I was in corporate yeah
0: yeah
1: so yeah so find something that other people want to talk about. Your neighbors, for example. My goodness me, you don't have to be every time your neighbor comes out. Hey, Jesus loves you. <laughs> what do you mean you're going to that party this? Year? Oh, I, I tell you, I actually yeah. knew, I actually knew somebody like that. So Let me move on. <laughs> I actually knew somebody like that, so I need to, I need to move it on. <laughs> don't,
0: don't name drop. Don't not, name no, drop. no, no. I wouldn't name drop. No, I wouldn't
1: name drop. No, I wouldn't name drop. No, wouldn't name drop but uh, it was terrible. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Anyway, anyway, Susan, have you got anything else to add to what we've just been talking about? Mm. Or have you got lots? Go for it.
0: No, I I just, I just keep going back to, you know, if we will just be who he made us to be, Mm -hmm. right? Thy kingdom come. The kingdom is in you. You're carrying it. If you'll show up. Right. Not pretending, not trying to be somebody else. Mm. Just show up as who he created you to be. Right. When we get secure in who we are in our identity, then you just show up as you and you're not concerned with, oh, I've got to tell them what they're doing wrong Mm. or I got to, you know, people please or I got to I got to make sure they know that I'm not like them. I knew a lot of people like that. I got to make sure they know I'm not watching that show that they're watching because it's not right.
1: (laughs) You know, we don't want to talk to them because they just sour face. They're just sucking on lemon all day. So nobody wants to talk to them anyway. So when they do talk and open their mouth, it goes straight over their head.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they're like, Hey, do you want to come to church with me? No. Why would I want to come to church with you? (laughs) oh my gosh I just I you know I really try to just uh I tell myself they're doing what they know to do right they're doing what they've been taught yeah Yeah, that's
1: and do you know that's the sad thing um I must admit I had a bit of a rant on my Facebook uh, profile this morning I don't know whether you saw it (laughs) I did (laughs) you you saw it I did I, I I I took a breather before I wrote and I was like god no I got to say something. Maybe I could have been a bit more graceful. But mm. I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of fed up of hearing it because what I maybe should have elaborated on and for those who don't know what I'm talking about I read something that somebody really big said that God tests you. God gives you money to test you. And I was like, oh, wow. "Whoa, brother, whoa, hold on." And yeah. everybody was going, "Amen, amen. Oh, this is just so good." For me, Right number 1 God works by the kingdom of God works by principles and when you operate within those principles those principles have to work for you so mm. given it shall be given unto you is a principle yeah mm. gratitude is a principle when you give you get back but for me what i'm thinking is all of the prophecies that are going on right now about what's coming to the world and that we should not fear, you know, God is going to provide. And then you're there thinking, but suppose God doesn't provide because, you know, um, he's, he's, I, I've got this money. And I, I know somebody that every single time they got money, they gave it away. And then yeah. they would plead that they didn't have any money, right? So there was no wisdom in it. And I just, I don't think these people understand that a lot of the people they think they're talking to do not pick up their Bible and have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so they know. And so you give something like that to somebody who just does not know, and they're going to run with it. And they're sitting in their corner, afraid, Oh my gosh, you know, God, I've got this money and I better give it away. Um, God, you're always judging me because I did this that, and the other. Like I said, we don't give our kids money to test them. Yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna get off my rant horse, right? Um <laughs> my rant over. But yes, sorry, Susan, go ahead.
0: No, you're fine. So do you wanna talk about the the alternate reality and the true reality? Whoa,
1: yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go into this one and then I'm gonna let you actually no. D- do you know what, Susan? You start because you said you had some stuff um in terms of why we are here in terms of the intention of man. So do you want to go?
0: Well, I was just thinking about going back to Genesis, Mm -hmm. right? That what was the intention in the first place? Why are we here? Because I think there's, there's so much talk about when I get to heaven as though we're living for heaven. Right. And it, it ties in with this, The kingdom of heaven is at Mm -hmm. hand it's here it's already here right so if the point of us being created was to go to heaven then why did God put us here in the first place would be one question yeah my second question would be upon salvation right as soon as you're born again why wouldn't he just take you up then Right. I have these kinds of questions for people who who say, Well, you know, when I get to heaven that I'm going to X, Y, Z, whatever. Right. And I'm like, why are you waiting for that? Yeah. You know, and when we go back to the original intent in Genesis one twenty eight, he tells us what we're here to do. And it's be fruitful, multiply subdue have dominion
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's nothing about heaven in that so i want to get into what you're going to share about what the true reality is because i think so many people are living in yet yeah, this alternate reality that isn't truth that's all about making death their savior saying mm-hmm. when i die then I will live in fullness. Then I will have abundant life. Then I will be the new creation. Yeah, you know. Then I will have power and authority. Then I will whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and that's all things that we have right now, absolutely. and they don't see it. We don't see it.
1: Uh, I got that term alternate reality from Chad Gonzalez, and I saw him first on Sid Roth and the alternate reality he talks about is the real reality as in the god reality what jesus christ came to bring a kingdom and the reality Mm. that we are living in now that we call the real reality is everything that we can touch taste smell you know effectively through our five senses right and so if the government tomorrow hikes tax or have saved to my gosh we went shopping yesterday and i came back and i was like whoa it's a good job i was going down the aisle saying yeah god i'm so grateful that you take care of me but if that's all i can see is that we are living in a period of hyper inflation i'm then living in fear i'm counting my pennies i have to live in my house cold I'm telling you, they're threatening even in England to turn off the electricity overnight from either four o'clock till seven o'clock like they did in back in the 70s. I will mm. not go cold. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you now. Yeah, I've been doing my <laughs> prepping. <laughs> so, but, you, you, you know, so on the one hand, we have to exercise wisdom. Right. Ain't no point. You know that it's possibly going to come and then you decide that you're going to sit there and when it comes to freezing cold saying i knew that this was going to come and i've not done anything to prepare right so on the one hand we've got to have wisdom on the other hand we have to live in the system of god which is not the same as the system which manipulates that uses politics that uh subdues us that's not the 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 system we're living in but so that i can put all of this into context right Chad Gonzalez uses The Matrix, and I know not everyone has seen The Matrix. I went and bought the the video because I wanted to know what he was talking about. Not my scene, you know, all this sci-fi stuff, yeah. right? But it actually gave context to what he was talking about, the alternate reality. But years ago, in England, there was a series called Invasion. And let me tell you, when I watched that when I watched that series, All I kept thinking about was the kingdom of God. And it was weird Mm -hmm. because it was at the start of this, this invasion, there's this thing in the water, almost like looking like a round tube with tentacles. And a Mm -hmm. lady was swimming in the water and she got stung by this thing. And you thought, oh, she's dead. And then she comes out of the water and she's alive, but then she is attracted to water. So she will go home and she leaves the tap running. She gets in the bath and she's she's just obsessed with water. And without going into detail, it's like underwater, these things with tentacles, whatever they are, is like a whole different kingdom And even right at the end of the series, and they never made the other one, and I'm so upset about it, right? But one of the (laughs) women gets shot, and the guy is holding her as she's dead. And where is he going? Into the water. What Mm. is he going into the water for? Because that's where she's going to be healed. And Mm. I watched that program. I I confess I even missed church a couple of times because I wanted to see it because... I, it, it just reminded me of the kingdom of God, that they were totally separate to the system that was going on. They had their own system of supply. And this yeah. is what happens when God created the earth. He 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 created the good. He there was heaven on earth when he created Adam and Eve. He created them in the garden where his presence was continuously and then mm-hmm. of course we get the old testament where you had the prophets like um Moses Elijah where the the spirit of god would come on them and whether in a moment or a season that we would see the supernatural of god but when mm-hmm. jesus said it is finished and the the veil was torn his presence was around us all the time and he came jesus came to to how can i put it to initiate as it were that this is what this is what i want after i'm gone i'm demonstrating the kingdom to you and after i'm gone this is what you're able to do because the kingdom of heaven has come i've bought the government with me that it's not just going to be this person that person you know you you don't have to be an elijah you don't have to be a moses you can you you can (laughs) Have authority on the Earth, and do what I have done, but instead, mm. what we have tried to do is mix systems and wonder why we aren't yeah. getting any results. Mm. the two systems are effectively like this, they're clashing, yeah yeah, yeah, and uh, I've got to read to you something that keith kleddy he said um he's talking about collision of two kingdoms, and he says you can't operate in i sorry, I said this, you can't operate in both kingdoms and win. And uh, this is why we have so much religious rhetoric today. And then Keith Clay says, religion though, has learned to coexist with evil around it. In fact, religion has always found a way to cohabit with evil.
0: That's it works really together.
1: Sad. Sorry? Yeah. I said it works together. Yeah. Yeah. When I read that, I thought, wow, that is that is really, really sad. And unfortunately, the people who plug the religion actually really believe that they're the ones with the truth. You're not seeing any fruit Mm. apart from bitter fruit. Yeah. So if you're looking for lime or lemon, then you might find it. Actually that's unfair to the lime and the lemon. But (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah. So Yeah. So Susan, do you do you wanna elaborate on that with regards to alternate reality?
0: I would like to read Just a little section from one of uh, Dr. Miles Monroe's books. Yeah, go for it. I I think, you know, just says it very well. When he says, you cannot see citizenship, you must experience it. In the same way you cannot see the kingdom of God, you must experience it. Wow. 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 He says, I want you not only to understand everything you can about your new country. I also want you to accept the idea that you're living in it now, just as you have accepted the idea that heaven is a real place where you go when you die. Think about that. The kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven are the same thing. God, the king, has set up his kingdom so that it is composed of earthly outposts or colonies populated with his citizens. But the story of these colonies has not been an easy one. When Adam and Eve declared independence from heaven, they had to set up their own government. Mm -hmm. God's Holy Spirit was no longer their governor because they didn't want him to be. So heaven started to seem like someplace far away. We lost the language, the culture, the values, the morals, the convictions, and the lifestyle that should have been the standard for any earthly colony of the kingdom, and we became aliens to God.
1: Oh my gosh. Wow. And yet the Bible calls us that we are aliens here. In the world. In the world. yeah. And yet we've become alien to God and married ourselves to the world. And then sometimes said, oh, well, I'm better than you because, you know, I don't drink or I don't smoke or and don't get me wrong. My gosh, look after your body. Your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. Right. So um, I don't want people to misunderstand. And again, I feel I've got to say this every week that we are not saying that you just live and just just sin. But what we are saying is that when you have that relationship and you understand the kingdom and the authority that we've been given by Christ and you have that attachment to Christ, you do those things you do those things you should do and avoid those things you ought not to do because of the power that's working in you not because you're trying to exercise what i call behavior modification right yeah being christian or christ-like is not about behavior modification but our behavior will change the closer we get to the one who redeemed us so the closer i get to christ the more i I'm like Christ so therefore maybe Trish you ought to go and just soften up that post this morning (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) oh my gosh I'm leaving it now I'm leaving it yeah Yeah. I'm leaving it now yeah Yeah, Mm. I I, I must admit I was like "Mm, do I do and I'm not having a go at the person who did it really and truly I am saying it for other people's benefit that stop thinking like that stop getting back into the law and and making people force you back into Mm -hmm. the law and you're not giving then out of a heart of generosity Mm -hmm. you're giving out of fear or need you know or obligation god doesn't want you to give like that he wants you to give willingly
0: yeah And the thing about the law is, unless you're Jewish, you are never under it in the first place. Preach, my sister. (laughs) That's very true. You're you're putting yourself under a system that that was never meant for you. Wow. That is so true.
1: I never thought of that before. (laughs) My gosh, I never thought of that before. Yeah. Yeah. And also as well... I'm not going to keep going on to this giving thing, but just one more thing to say. I don't give to church. I give to Jesus. Yeah. But I give it via the church or via anybody else for that matter. It could be the homeless person. And listen, if I can't feed the homeless man who is outside the chicken and chip shop, (laughs) right. Then I got no business giving to church and boasting about it. Mm. Just going to put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. anyway let me move Mm. on as you can see i got strong strong (laughs) uh, yeah i'm telling you i I remember going to birmingham once and uh, the guy outside was like can i have some change and i'm like i'm not going to give you money but do you want some food and he said yeah so i went in and bought him some food and the next thing Mm. is that the the guy actually said to me you're on dangerous ground now there was about five of them all waiting i bought Mm. all of them something here you go here you go i mean you know I think I spent about nine pounds.
0: So what? I mean, that kingdom come, right? How do you show the kingdom on earth if you're not willing to buy some food for somebody that needs it? Exactly. Exactly. That's the difference in kingdom and religion, because religion would tell you, don't associate with them, don't give them any money, don't help them, they need yeah. to help themselves. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I, I'm, I'm telling you, once my dad had sciatica, right, and uh, my brother came at the house and found him on the floor, and anyway, I had to call an ambulance because mm-hmm. he couldn't even move. And so I rushed to get to the hospital, and I parked my car. And as I parked my car, this dirty, scruffy, I still remember, ginger-haired guy with just His beard was loxed, Right. That's just how unkempt he was. And he said, have you got any money for a cup of tea? And I said, no, because I'm running right to go to get to the hospital. And as I went to run off, God said, reminded me, remember, when you're feeding one of these, you're feeding me man mm. the conviction hit me I went back to my car and I had like a little pouch in my car back then that you pulled it down I used to keep money in there for parking and that and I just kind of grabbed a handful and I and I gave it to him and when he spoke Susan my mouth opened and I said to him how did you get here because mm. we're talking somebody who not that we should go by the way people speak but I knew that this wasn't just somebody He's who yeah, I I yeah. just said to him how did you get here And he started telling me the story That back in the 80s when things were going Really well he had a what they call A Victorian conservatory business Right in Clifton mm-hmm. which is The very upper class part of Bristol you know And he uh, said And he said, <laughs> and he said uh, Then they were struggling financially And the banks wanted their money These sharks anyway I won't go there and he said that he lost everything and then because he didn't have the money and they were going to lose their home, his wife left him with his two boys, Left the, took the two boys.
0: Yeah.
1: Man, that story, that story. And then when I was talking to him I, I, and I said to him because our church, I don't know if they still do it and I don't go to that church anymore, but they used to do, um, they fed the homeless on a certain day. And mm-hmm. I invited him to, to come along and he said, actually, I used to go to that church. Man, my heart. I do every now and again, I pray for him. I could just, yeah. my heart, honestly, my heart. When I, ah, yeah. uh, and another story, just very quickly with the young man that I saw by the train station, I asked him at the coach station, I said to him, Did he want some food? And I said to him, How did you get here? And anyway, sad story, worked for his girlfriend's father. He cheated on the girlfriend, and the father kicked him out. He came to Bristol thinking he would find somewhere to live, and nobody would help him, and he ends up on the street. So he had a really good job, and mm. you know, granted he was a naughty boy, but when you talk to these people, right, yeah. you realise that they got a story, and for me, it gives yeah. me something to pray about. And I still those those people, the people I've spoken to, I still pray for them every now and again. They might come to mind, but that mm-hmm. that that guy down St Paul's that day, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what a cup of tea might do, is what I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Okay, Susan, we're going to wrap it up in a bit because uh, I think we've gone over time a little bit. But um, do you have anything else that you want to say about his kingdom come?
0: Yeah, I, w- I would just say, I, you know, in that part that I read from... Miles Monroe, I love how he speaks of the Holy Spirit as governor. Yeah, yes,
1: yeah, absolutely,
0: yeah. Didn't, didn't it just give you a different, just a whole different perspective yeah. of the role of the that Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit has? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely,
1: yeah. because Jesus said, I'm going to go away. I have to go away because if I don't go away, the comforter won't come. So yeah. he is our comforter, he is our teacher, mm-hmm. he is our guide. And again, you know, going back to how we do things out of religiosity, if we're not listening to the Holy Spirit, then we're not being guided. Yeah. And oftentimes yeah. we don't, we're not listening to the Holy Spirit and we we try to do the work that only the Holy Spirit can do.
0: hmm Yeah. And I think a lot of times too, it it's lost on us the... The way that Jesus used governmental terms, yes, you yes. know, and we've we've softened it, and mm. we've changed it to fit what we think it is, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. I just i I feel so strongly today. There is somebody that needs to hear to go back to your Bible for yourself.
1: Yeah, and ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes and your heart that you see his intention.
0: Not not being dependent on what do other people say yeah. or how do they interpret this passage or what you know, what did my preacher say about it. Yeah. But getting into the word for yourself, getting into scripture and and asking Holy Spirit to open your eyes yeah. to correct interpretation. Because scripture has been, you know, re-retranslated like what over a thousand um, so, times yeah, or something yeah, like so. Yeah. So there's so much human filtering that has happened in translating. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying intentional or not. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it just mm-hmm. it happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. I feel such a, a strong <laughs> prompting to just remind people to get in the scripture for yourself
1: absolutely and you know Susan um, I always say that this is what separates us from religion and I don't care what religion Christian religion even what separates us is the fact that we have the Holy Spirit to guide us Yeah? yeah it's not it's not even just the Bible because if you read the Bible without the conviction of the Holy Spirit you will just get a set of rules and religion you know, if somebody wrongs me, then, you know, they they slap me. I slap them back. And then Jesus says, hey, hold on. You know, this is what you've been (laughs) taught. But (laughs) I'm still learning that one. (laughs) (laughs) Lord, give me strength. You slap Mm. me and I'm just going to go, yeah, use the other cheek, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a work in progress, people. I'm a work in progress. Mind Mm. you, I don't get into those situations to to allow myself to be slapped (laughs) it's been a long long time Mm. Uh, let me just say that my hand did not stay down by my side just saying (laughs) (laughs) Susan's gonna be man this girl's ratchet I don't think I want to do a podcast with her (laughs) that was a long time ago Susan that was a long time ago (laughs) yeah just a couple of um, other things um Mm. so yeah Susan I, I totally hear what you're saying there you know um in matthew twelve twenty eight 28 it says it, jesus was speaking to these scribes and the pharisees and he says if i cast out demons by the spirit of god then the kingdom of god has come upon you mm. and then i want to just mm. finish with these verses mark 16 to 17 and then verse 20 and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues They shall take up serpents. I could stop there. But anyway, wisdom. Anyway, yeah, let's go on. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And then Mark 16, 20. And they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord was working with them and confirming the word by signs that followed. That's the Amplified i thought susan would like that because i know she's an amplified version person (laughs) yeah it was confirming the word by signs that followed and so if lives are not being changed lives healed lives transformed and we're just talking 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 then Mm. we have to ask ourselves have we are we walking in the the um in god system have we allowed the kingdom of God to be mm. made visible, as it were. So, you know, Susan, you talked about the fact that it is an invisible kingdom, not like they expected that Jesus was going to come and just take over Rome. But the visible becomes clearly visible when people see the signs and wonders. There is no mm. sickness in heaven. So Jesus was demonstrated, I'm going to heal you. There is no lack in heaven. So Jesus was demonstrating, mm. go to the fish, because even fish... Has got money in there. Yeah. I can make, um, guys. Yeah. You haven't eaten. Hey, fish! I want you. Loads of you come around here, yeah. And they could yeah. have a big, massive haul of fish. Mm. Jesus came to yeah. demonstrate the kingdom, and if we're doing anything less, then no matter how much we're preaching, Jesus loves you. We're only giving people a part of the story.
0: Yeah. Hmm. That's so good, I'm not gonna add anything to that <laughs> okay
1: well I, and I'm not gonna say anything else, <laughs> Susan, thank you so much again for um uh co hosting with me, and guys, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Kingdom Switch next week. we are talking about I have to thy will be done, <laughs> so we're talking about his will being done next week, and uh so. We will see you on another episode of Kingdom Switch. Cool. Let me say that again. (laughs) We will see you on another episode of Kingdom Switch. Ciao for now.